Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.by Sam Townsend Music Jopped B-Y The The Way way. That is fantastic on two fronts I get it all right yeah Yeah, yeah. Um, B-Y Wow No Belarus Yes There's not even any Y in it there's well no way in Belarus. Wonderful. Oh, my I'm thrilled for you. God. Disappointed for me. I thought I might get you for a bit longer. Oh, that's great stuff. And just, are we playing that other game today? Oh, yeah, the other game. Last uh, week we said we were going to play the game, and then neither of us played the game. No, okay. Well, for, how- for new listeners, the game is one of us has to drop in a well-known phrase or saying, yes. and the other person has to not notice it Yes. for the other person then to win. Yeah, or if it gets called out. Yeah, you get called out. Yeah. Uh, so let's just quickly think of a phrase or saying. I'll stop recording while we do such a thing. Okay, we're back. I've got one. Do you have one? I do have one. Lovely stuff. And now we're going to front load it with the socials and the uh, the idea that well, anyone here can become an ambassador for this ambassador for this podcast because recently we've been forgetting to mention that. Well, yes, it's important to say that there is still several places up for grabs on the program. Um, we have endorsements on all of my websites from existing ambassadors. It really is a great program. It's enriched the lives of many, and it can do the same for you. So many, so many, so many. I don't think we've got a Belarusian ambassador yet. No, if you're listening in Belarus, mm. p- please apply. That would be fantastic. And if you're listening in Peru, uh, we've dropped off the Peruvian chart. So what happened, Peru? Yeah, come on. Pick it back up. All right, I'll have a swig of the old lager and then we'll do the socials. Yes, and I'm hoping that but based on the fact that we're so, more sober at the beginning of the recording, we might get them out smoothly. Here we go then. Well, last time we thought the, the hard drive was going to crash, so we uh, really did have to rush it. Oh, God, yeah, we did. If you email in, become an ambassador, you will get posted a badge and a compliment slip. Yes. Anywhere in the world. If you live in the depths of the Peruvian jungle, we will send you a badge to there. I'll as walk as to the depths of the Peruvian jungle, even if you haven't. BenTanzoMusic.net. That's, uh, that's the website where we host this. BenTanzoMusic at Hotmail.com is the address to email to have a chat with us or become an ambassador. Universally RHCP Odd Sam. Sam, that's you on... That's me on Reddit. Oh, we stopped doing that. We'll move past well, that. We've done it. Yeah, well, in that case, I'm Unispeak hyphen RHCP podcast, but I never look at it. Right. Uh, at Universally RHCP is me on Twitter, at Universally RHCP. Sammy, yes, you are. I am at Stack Townsend. And on Insta... Um, follow me. I've recently tweeted about such things uh, as, as watches, watches yeah. and little cruise, little cruise. That we little cruise on. pictures. Yeah, you went on a little getaway, didn't you? A two-nighter. A getaway whilst listening to the getaway. Yes, Lovely the stuff. ultimate getaway. And how, how was the um, experience? Well, we'll just say that it was a wonderful ship. Fine. Say no more. No. It, it, my mum said, if you haven't got anything nice to say about stuff, don't say anything at all. No, it's not that. It's just a wonderful ship. Okay. On the Insta, I am universally speaking RHCP underscore pod. And yes, that's and going I tremendously am well. something. Something probably to do with Sam Townsend. Yeah, I love it. Right, we are going to say a massive congratulations as well. We learned today via the medium of Twitter that our drum ambassador, Jack Johnson, a.k.a. Jack Fox, yes. will be opening for Goldie Looking Chain. Yes. Uh, when right. they appear... In Newcastle, I believe. Let's have a quick. Well, it, a quick. That is a major piece of de- developing news. That's so huge. I hope we haven't. 
overstepped the mark then. Well, this isn't going to come out for a week, is it? And he has tweeted about it, so I feel... Fine. I feel we should be okay. At the O2 Academy, Newcastle, next Saturday. Wowzers. So that's the day this will come out, on Saturday the 14th. Well, if you're listening to this and you're in Newcastle, stop listening to this and, and go to the O2 Academy. Exactly. Watch Goldie Looking Chain, but be sure to get there early to watch Jack Fox. Yes. Hopefully. Oh, wow. Yeah, congratulations, Jack. That is just yeah. tremendous news. Phenomenal. If you ever need some hype men, is that, is that what they're called? Yeah, Flavor Flay, for example. Yeah, then we, we can come on and shout out things like, Come on, everybody. Yeah. Get ready for Jack. It sounds like Joe Bunny. Yeah. Come on, everybody. <laughs> come on, everybody. Get ready for Jack. Da, 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 da. I'll be going. Da, 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 da. And I'll be dancing around. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. We're gonna sing that song. Go. Ba ba da ba da ba da ba. Who? Ba ba da ba da ba da ba ba da ba 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 ba. Is what we'll do with Jack. That's the kind of thing we've got in the locker, Jack. So yes, please, please invite us along. Yeah. Okay, so we are part three of One Hot Minute today. We're doing the final four songs, which are the title track, One Hot Minute. Yes. Falling into Grace, ah. Shallow Be Thy Game, yes. and of course Transcending. An interesting yeah. little uh, melange of songs, I think you'll agree. A vignette of quality, no doubt. A lovely vignette. Actually, I would say, is it a vignette of quality or is it a slightly weak ending to the album? Well, hmm. that's the sort of thing we're going to discuss later on. I suppose we'll find out uh, the further we get into this, the more we'll learn about it. I mean, I will say this. Go ahead. There's some good songs involved. There certainly are. So. Actually, I think I'm feeling a lot more favourably about the album as a whole than we did the first time we spoke about it. And I'm certainly feeling a lot more favourable about particular songs which I really disliked previously. Mm, okay, is that a little hint about what you're going to say about falling into grace? Yes, it is. Wow. <laughs> this guy knows me. Like the back of his hand. Yes. Ah, oh, there she is. Looking good as ever. That. A lot of knowledge. Okay, so shall we crack into the first song which we're going to uh, do today, which is the title track, One Hot Minute. Unotias Hotias Minotias. That's Spanish, of course, and the Latin, Oneias Hotias Minotias. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, three beautiful boys come out of listening to One Hot Minute together, grouped around a headphone splitter. And what a time we had. And I say three beautiful boys because we're joined today for the first time in a long, long time. Oh, a bloody long time. The wonderful Simon Californication Longhorn. Callie, how are you doing? Good. Yeah, glad to be back. Did you say good egg? (laughs) <laughs> welcome back welcome it's, welcome it's good to be back uh, that, what's that song hello hello it's good to be back it's good to be back yeah that is that one that is that one <laughs> now this we're going to get the layman's point of view or the layman's layman <laughs> cameraman spiderman <laughs> uh, we're going to get the layman's point of view 
of One Hot Minute, because I'll dare say, Callie, the, the song One Hot Minute, the title track of the 1995 album One Hot Minute, isn't a song that you have on particularly heavy rotation. No. Have you listened? Because you know us, you've probably heard it before. Have you? Uh, yes, I have, yes. <laughs> but I'll wager it's been a while. Uh, yeah, it's, it has been a while. Yeah. Now, what, uh, one of my big issues with this song is uh, the terrible ending. Well, let's not jump to the ending. All right. Well, I'll tell you what I noticed with Callie, because mm. I stood next to him. Mm. His foot was tapping, and that ending comes out the blue, because after that brilliant breakdown, yes. you get one more go-round on a verse, and then you get that ending. Callie's foot was tapping away. I thought, yeah, he's enjoying this. He thinks something else is going to happen, something good. Mm. And his foot stopped tapping after a while, and then mm. that song petered out into nothing. Mm. <laughs> it's a long ending. Yeah. It's <laughs> not very good. It's it's not a particularly great ending, and it goes on for far too long. Even as someone oh. who knows and is fully expecting it to be too long, it's, I thought it was going to end a couple of times. It's shocking. It's a shocking creative decision. To Was it Dave? I mean, you know Dave, give him an inch, he'll take a mile. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Dave, so, come on and defend yourself, by all means. Yes! Whoa! Oh, no! Yes! <laughs> oh, yes! oh, goodness him. me. Absolutely Unbelievable. Give him an inch, he'll take a mile. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. I've forgotten what mine is. Hold on, I've got to remember. You think about that, well, I eat a licorice comfit, yes. and um, I'll just do some facts about this song. Cold from, may I say, the fantastic book Red Hot Chili Peppers FAQ. All that's left to know about the world's best-selling alternative band by the wonderful Daniel, or Dan, Bogosian. Mm, Indeed. He'd been on the podcast, friend of the podcast. If you haven't bought that book, but you are listening to this podcast, Mm. get yourself on Amazon, Waterstones, any bookshop. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I know. Do they sell it at Waterstones? Unlikely. Go on Amazon. (laughs) Uh, but brilliant book and from there you can glean these facts never played live oh this song yeah John Lurie from the Lounge Lizards on harmonica and we know him John Lurie mm. uh, we know him from the Roadwork doc he was that fellow who was chatting to John while John was slouched out on the settee oh god we do know him yes Lenny Castro on percussion Chad's percussion mentor I mean John Lurie apparently is playing the harmonica in this song could you pick out any particularly harmonica-heavy sections? No, it's a bit like uh, when when John plays piano on Sick Love. Yeah. Who? Oh, Elton John. <laughs> yeah. So I thought he meant John F. <laughs> so he did, surely didn't appear there. Hang on, Callie's off. Where are you going, Callie? Just going to open a bit. Oh, you can open it on air. It's fine. Yeah. Um, back it's then. a bit like that. You're allowed to make those noises, but not there any other noises. There are certain noises that Ben will allow. Yeah. If you creak your chair, however, you'll <laughs> you're be in executed big trouble. on site. Yeah. <laughs> Shot on site for creaking chair. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's very strange, because I can't hear any harmonica in that, and I listen to it through a good, pair of, good quality pair of headphones. Mm. No, I, well, to be honest, I was only listening to it for the harmonica part, so mm. imagine how Very disappointed, disappointed yeah. Even more disappointed by the lack of harmonica than you were by the ending. Well, exactly, yes, indeed, it's, and that's saying something. Give us your thoughts, then, right. uh, on this as a title track. Do you, if you were going to pick, as, and you have to pick from the, the track listing, okay. what's your thoughts on it? Well, let me ask you another question. Okay. No, do let you... me ask you another question. Right. Would you care to ask me another question? Uh, well, can I ask you the one I was going to ask you? Of course. Um, do you think there's a better option? Do you think... In fact, let me ask you this. Do you think this track was, was chosen because they, they particularly liked it or that they just felt it was a good name for an album? 
Ah, good question. What does that mean? Well, do you think they chose it because they particularly liked it? You're just going to repeat yourself. Or because they thought it was a good name for the album. Okay. I still don't quite understand, but what I will say is... Okay, let me me break it down. Okay. Do you think One Hot Minute is a good name for an album? Uh, Yes, I I actually do think it's a great name for an album. I do too. Do you think... It's the best song on the album. Oh, God, no. Christ, no. But there you go. There you go. You've answered my question. Okay. Is Warped a good uh, a good title for the album? No. Well, Aeroplane. One Hot Warped. Uh, warped Hot Minute. Go on, on, you may as well finish that off now. Uh, one Warped Minute. Very good. Aeroplane? Aeroplane Hot Minute. I think Deep Kick. You don't have to put the, the minute stuff okay, around. Okay, so, oh, so it doesn't have to be... Something Hot Minute. Right. I thought it did. Aeroplane. Aeroplane. No. Deep Kick, I think, is a contender. Deep Kick. The Red Hot Chili Peppers, Deep Kick. No. All right. My Friends. No. No. Coffee Shop. No. P. (laughs) No. One Big Mob. That's a contender. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Walkabout. No. Tearjerker. No. One Hot Minute. Yes. Yes, I'll also say that. Okay. Falling into grace. Yes. Yeah, I think that is a, a contender. Yeah. So, to be fair, it's a better it's a better album name than it is song, and I quite like it. Mm. Yes, I completely agree. Shallow be thy game. I think it's too controversial, too biblical. Yes. Even though that isn't biblical or controversial at all, out of context. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, or transcending. Uh, it's probably a bit pretentious. So I think, yeah, I agree. So I think we've got three options here. Okay, and they are? Deep Kick. Uh, well, I don't think that's an option. <laughs> okay, we'll abandon that. So we've got, uh, well, we've got One Big Mob. Yeah. We've got four options then. One Big Mob. Yeah. One Hot Minute. Mm. Or Falling Into Grace. That's three. Yeah, I know, but I'm also... Oh, Deep you, Kick you're... was an option. Oh, fine. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Falling Into Grace. I think that's a great... Yeah, what would we call it? We'd just shot into Grace, wouldn't we? Oh, yeah, it's put on Grace. Into... Yeah, falling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think One Hot Minute's the best. I think it's a great album title. Well, uh, also, um, F-I-G, Fig. Yes, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Fig. Yeah. What's your favourite album? Fig. Fig, yeah. Do you like figs? No. BSSM, I always call Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Yeah, you I never know. call anything by their initials. Well, by I, the do, I do. If it's MM. Mother's Milk. Yeah. Um, if my favourite party plan, whatever that is. G. C. C. What is it? Californication, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, RHCP. What? Oh, yes, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Etc. Yeah. Um, I love it. I think it continues the, the, the vaguely sexy or organic feel of album titles such as Blood Sugar Sex Magic. What does? Is, one Hot Minute. Does it? Yeah. Because I think... Oh, is that how long... That's how long I last. <laughs> yeah. So it's re- it's perfect for me. I think yes, we're going to have one really great minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I say, strap house ambassador, strap, strap yourself in strap yourself for in. a really hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's great. Lovely. And it continues that vaguely. Uh, I've never thought of it as vaguely sexy. I know where you're coming from with uh, blood sugar sex magic because that's because it overtly like, has the word sex in it. Well, yeah, but also like BSSM sounds a bit like some of those things that people do. I suppose. Do you think that was the part of the thinking <laughs> from time? Well, I don't think they were trying to be vaguely sexy, but you find it vaguely sexy. Uh, uh, so, do you find anything that includes the word sex vague, vaguely sexy? <laughs> no, anything includes the word hot. <laughs> well, oh, okay. Um, but yes, if it, if it's something has in its, in its title sex, I think that's vaguely sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Um, mother's milk. Well, that is not so much vaguely sexy as sort of vaguely. I think we drift. We won't drift. That's m- weird. Meal okay, weird. Yeah, milky. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's not even vaguely milky. It's <laughs> overtly, <laughs> so overtly milky. <laughs> no, yeah. Let's move on. Sorry, I was swallowing my mouth for a bit. Yeah. Okay, then. What do you think of the beginning? That discordant bass guitar at the beginning. Um, because it's bass and guitar at the same. Well, when, 16 when com- seconds worth of this. When compared to the end, I think it's genius. Oh, yeah. So, I quite like it. I think the purpose is, because there's no... There's no real catchy riff to this song. No, no. And so they come straight in. I think the guitar part that is underlying the, the verses... And actually, what turns out to be the chorus is is great. So there's no. So what you're saying, there's no real sort of intro. No, there isn't. Is there? So come Flea, straight in with the swan. Yeah. So so Flea just thought, well, if I do this, we can pass that off as I the suppose, intro. Pass that off as the end. And if we do this, we can pass off it as the end. Yeah. And the middle's not even the middle. No, no. Uh, what do you? I mean. I don't mind that that start. I think it's fine because then it breaks in. Nice. Well, and I've written down, "Ye gods, this is thunderous." <laughs> when, uh, when it all crashes in, Chad has never been this heavy. I don't think. Well, Absolutely no, it's a bit like me massive. at the moment. Really? Is that weight wise or yeah, weight wise? Yeah. Oh dear, what's happened? The cruise, yeah, the constant a, holidaying, the never se- going to work. A series of unfortunate events, all involving booze and cheese, food, food and booze. Yeah. yeah. Well, you haven't been to work for the past. Five, I went to work weeks, two days last week. Chad never been so heavy. Massive, big distorted bass actually yeah. here, which is relatively rare for Flea to to um to to play through a distortion pedal. You'd think of the start of Around the World, maybe. Who do you reckon gave him his distortion pedal for his birthday? Dave. Dave Navarro. Yeah. yeah. Flea, this is what you need, mate. If you're playing with me, you need one of these. You need a heavy distortion pedal. Yeah. I think. Chad. Chad, need, play the drums heavy. Play them heavy, and we'll get on fine. I think that's exactly what happened. And I have to pre-warn you, I write shit endings to songs. Oh, mate, it is disappointing, isn't it? This is I mean, a- I'm, we're all laying that at Dave. Oh, love Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, I'm sure they're all equally to blame. Yes. Well, they are, in, the doc- in a democracy. Yeah, oh, my word. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Do you? Well, no, I think so. Okay, so do I. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, we can we can sort of ponder who's responsible until the cows come home but what, for the ending? I don't think it's going to get us anywhere no it won't it's, it's, it was recorded in 1995 and- no 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 yes no yes bollocks one all well that's it okay. love it I mean I don't need to ponder it I just, I just had to say that <laughs> <laughs> I just did have to say that yeah I like wine that's what I said they, this is great. The riff that is played here is a really big, thunderous, kind of heavy E riff. And Dave's playing long, kind of slithery notes, long, be- like short bends. Half bends, it sounds like, rather than a full tonal bend, a half a tone bend. Mm. The swan singing over the top of that. And I've never noticed before that what you would consider as the chorus, so I'm talking about one hot minute and I'm in it, come and get it, mm. is the same as the as the verse mm. it's just the swan changing the melody yeah the time very, when very the music clever. changes noti- noticeably is the sitting in the fire sitting in the fire and yeah. actually listening to it through a nice quality pair of headphones there you can hear just extremely faintly in the left ear someone someone backing that up 
sitting in the fire. I think it's a swan. I think this is double tracked. But it's so faint. Um, I think this... it's, it's, it's just slightly higher than the harmonica. Oh, yes, which is very low in the mix. I think I, you can pick it out on the word bike as um, the double tracking, as in I was riding on my bike. One, oh, of, yeah. the, one of them fades out because it's really good. I think there's a fair bit of double tracking of the Swans vocals on this album. Yeah. And it's predominantly extremely well done. But I think on the word bike, one of them fades out, yes. and one of them he hits a hard K on bike. Mm. Bike. Biker Grove. Biker, 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 biker Grove. Yeah. Uh huh. You didn't say yeah. We'll do it again. Biker, 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 biker Grove. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, we've done it before. Right? I don't think. <laughs> I don't think it goes. Yeah, yeah it I think does. it just goes. Baker, 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 grove. Uh huh. No. Uh-huh. No. Uh, uh, is there a yeah? Callie. How much do you want to bet? He says, "I don't bet anything." Callie's confirmed. Oh, I was going to bet those two pipes over there. Baker, 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 grove. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And the O pulsates. Yeah. And then here comes Philip Schofield and Gordon the Go or Ed the Duck to tell you what's on next. Might have been Andy Crane. It might have been um, Andrew Peters. Andy Peters. And Andy. Yeah, so too formal there. Yes, Mr. Um, Peters, I presume. <laughs> the name's Peters. Andrew Peters. <laughs> yes. And this is my... Uh, ah, Mr. Peters, I've is, been expecting you. This is my associate, Otis Yardvark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed the Duck. Edward the Duck. <laughs> Mr. The Duck. Mr. Yeah. E. Duck. Yeah. And, of course, Mr. G. Gopher. Uh, yes, and uh, by the way, I do have to uh, say... Chocolate oranges are available from Rawnison's. Raw- yeah, um, Otis the Aardvark yes. was an absolute legend. Oh, what a, what a guy he was. He was so... He was bringing adult humour to that. He was hilarious. Yeah, he was great. Anyway. We digress. We For do anyone digress. Who, who didn't watch um, Children's, Children's BBC, BBC, as it was called back then, uh. before everything went lettery... Hmm. CB, well, with the BBC, but it was already lettery. But. Yeah. <laughs> what I did was stop saying children's and change it to the letter C. BBC, yeah. Californication BBC. Exactly. Love that high guitar at 36 seconds when uh, Dave's sliding off into the next verse. And he slides mm. down. That's, uh, that's super. It is super. And I, I, do, I do feel that when the Swan and Dave gelled on this album... Mm. Dave bought the best, some of the Swan's best work. Oh, I think Swan's hands great across this album. Yeah, he does. He does. It's, it's best, some sometimes better than others, but he really, really developed between, as we said said previously, that his his evolution between BSSM mm. and O H M was was stark. Yeah, well, it's certainly he he found new deliveries mm. because, as we've said before, he's got man. Sue sounds like he's going to explode. <laughs> yes. uh, we've got this big delivery that he has. He was double tracking. I mean, I've got no proof he was double tracking, but I think it's a, a suspicion. Of, it's a suspicion. Uh, I think he is across this. Um, but yeah, this one's superb, I think, across the whole album. Yes, and of course, speaking of double tracking, I double tracked famously on our collaboration on um, Freebird. What did, you, what did you double track? The vocals. Did you? Yes. Did you? No, I did. I'm just, I'm, I'm saying, did you? Oh, you're, you're... I'm just uh, asking the question. Yes, I did, Ben. Cool, I can't remember that you double-tracked it. You may, well, it was your suggestion. Right, sure. Uh, well, it was no, you said you... Oh, no, in fact, what you did, you said, um, I'll just double-track the one track. 
And I said, no, I'll deliver two. Yeah, yeah I wanted to thicken up a bit. You'll I? never be able to deliver a second track with exactly the same timing as the first track. And what happened? I did it. And you, <laughs> <laughs> you were astonished. Stunned. Stunned, but also in admiration. Stunned into a state of complete admiration. I remember now. In, to, to which you've never fully... I've never fully come out of it. No. Shall we um, talk about the lead into the chorus? Because I love that heavy... One, two, three, four, five, six, boom, one up minute, and I'm in. That bum, 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 Yeah. It's superb. Do you want to do, just do a third demonstration of it? Bum, 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 yeah, one up minute, and bum, 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 yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, this song delivers on so many levels, and, and sort of the powerhouse changes are one of them. And Chad drives them. Oh, yeah. He, he, as we said, he's massive. But, um, but did you ever notice that the, the chorus, the one hot minute and I'm in it, is the same musically, very, very similar to the verses? Well... I was shocked slash staggered. I've always, I've always known it. Have you? Down. No, 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 he hasn't. I haven't. I won't lie, Ben. But um, it makes sense when you think about it, because the song itself has many different parts, but for a lot of it, it feels sort of musically similar. You're never going to guess what I've put after my little verse two notes. For chorus two, I love the build and release and tension of the one, two, three, four, five, six, boom. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. You're getting ahead of yourself. Oh, that's great. What? Okay, so 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 far we kind of like the beginning. We've got absolutely no problem with anything that's happened after that. No, I think ninety ninety percent of the song is is great. What about then the elephant in the room? And it might not be an elephant. Go on then. The quiet section. I love it. I mean, I, can anyone say One Big Mob, first of all? I can, yeah. Go on. One Big Mob. I can say it too, One Big Mob. It's very One Big Mob-ish. It feels like a, dis, a, it feels like a diluted version of One Big Mob. Yeah, it, 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 I actually listened to it there. I thought, God, I want more of this. Hmm. I know it wouldn't, be, wouldn't necessarily be a good thing, but it sounds great. And the swan, again, you know, we, we go back to his liquid silk. Yeah. There's more of it here. Yeah. And, I th- and what does the swan... or The lyrics are painting fantastic imagery again in this breakdown. We don't know if they're... Because we know Flea wrote a lot of it. So I'm, I'm never quite sure on this album who the, the, the lyricist is. I think maybe if this one it is the swan. Mm. But, but, I, know, I always assume the swan unless otherwise... Otherwise told. told. Hello, what's your wife oh, doing? something's <laughs> happening out there. Um, three pounds of love inside my skull. And then I think a million, a million more lives, it's never dull. Mm. Just a few times spun, spun around the sun, a little more or less than, than we're done. I, I love that. It's great. It's brilliant. And uh, like I said, I could do, I could do with another round. Another bit. Of, a bit it, more swan, actually, because I think you get enough from yeah. Flea and Dave. Yeah, you do, but with, the swan comes in quite late. Yeah, because I, I think Dave's using the Ebo again here, which we've spoken about, a, a GTP, or a, this is probably a gadget TP, a GTP. Which is- <laughs> 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 oh, he loved that. He's gone. He's absolutely erupted. <laughs> it was just that moment. That, that moment until it dawned. Lovely. Lovely stuff. Anyway, you know you've got to explain again what uh, an Ebo is. Yeah, so an Ebo is a battery-powered device that uses a magnet to keep the string, uh, one string on the guitar, moving all the time. So... Um, Vibrating, sorry. So you, <laughs> you can produce those lovely long notes, which you get here in the break. Yes. It's Dave is so good at this kind of thing, about of controlling feedback, of letting feedback mm. build, 
it's actually nice busy work from Flea in the breakdown. And you have so you have Flea down the middle mm. being quite busy, yeah. and Dave across both ears. Just, just doing what he did. Doing what know, he really does well, yeah. They they've done it before and they and they're doing it again here. It's the it's the classic I'll do this, you do that. Yeah. And I've written another sound script to lose yourself in. Yeah, I'll be busy, you be minimalist. Yeah. Or I'll you be busy yeah. and I'll be minimalist. <laughs> yeah, they're your two options. It's the push pull. And and then the swan it's, comes in with yeah. you know it just Sounding wonderful great. stuff. Sounding, Sounding great. great, but also brilliant sort of imagery and brilliant lyrics. Yeah, super. So so that's yeah, I agree with you. I think if anything, I would just like to hear just a, maybe a third more swan. Yeah, well, just another. I think just another of those verses. Yeah, well, I think that might be too much, but maybe a third more. All right. Okay. Thirty-three point three recurring more. Oh, no, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. no, no. so they want not a higher yeah. number. Yeah, like you were just ending the sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Got it. Okay, <laughs> not a higher percentage. No, sure. Um, I mean, I, if you had to push me, I'd go to thirty-five. I'm sure you would. Yeah. Flea's little build-up attention at, at four forty-three, four minutes forty-three seconds. He plays three discordant notes in that choir. He goes bing, bing, bing. Yeah. And it's brilliant because then it. That fe- it leads into that feedback build-up from Dave that goes back into that verse. And my God, that last verse, it's busier than before. There's a lot more going on. This song is another one that if, if you listen to the guitar parts, they build and um, get a little bit more complex as the song goes on. But this song's still got more life in it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, we've got a minute ten left, so someone like Callie has now gone out for a tuvin. Like... You think there was a minute and ten left? We're probably going to get a bit more verses and another cool chorus. Yeah, and then and, and you then get a- that terrible wankery. It's not even. I mean, you know, I wouldn't even describe it as wankery. Terrible, though. What would you yeah. describe it as? It's dirge. D- that's what. Yes, that's exactly what it is. That terrible dirge. Because um, wankery, at least, would suggest that it's some, a bit showy. Yeah, something interesting happening. Yeah, and and as I said, I saw Callie's foot stop tapping. Yeah, and as I, soon as you stop a man tapping, yeah. You know, you can teach a man to fish, hmm. and he'll feed. No, you can give a man a fish, and he'll eat for a day. Yeah, you can give teach a man to fish, and he'll feed himself for a lifetime. Well, I think that's perfect. Simon's raising his hand. Do you want to talk about fishing? It's not the saying, isn't it? It is. No, but yeah, that's fine. Oh, no, we only allowed one. Oh, we only allowed one each. That, that was, was a, a, a bonus saying. I mean, I can understand why you thought that that had been thrown in gratis. It didn't make any sense to what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think. I think people at living glass houses should throw stones. <laughs> <laughs> right, should we move on to the next song, which is Falling Into Grace? Love to. Come falling ah. out of falling into grace. Yes, we fall into this section of the podcast. Which is the sponsorship section. Which is the section known as grace. I just had to say that. 
Chocolate oranges are available from Wilhelmsons. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, sponsorships, who are you sponsored by this week? Uh, could you just get those two cans that are, are over there? Certainly. I will introduce my first sponsor. It's a, not a new collaboration. I have uh, worked with the London Beer Factory on one or more occasions in the past, but they have provided me this week with a new beer. Talk into the microphone. It's called Sour Solstice. Oh, I like that. And, of course, Solstice... Solstice could be thinking about the Wicker Man. It, well, it, I mean, it, it would be if, if it was you. I think more of um, the sun. Yeah, but the sun, of course. Yes, is the last shot of the Wicker Man. Yeah, yeah, of course. So here we are, London Beer Factory Sour Solstice Blood Orange and Cranberry Sour. God, how many blood orange beers are you going to have? Here we go. It's in the mouth. The mouthfeel is. Oh, baby! Oh, he loves. He likes it. That. Is a sour. That's how sour a sour should be. Right. How That's sour brilliant. are sours normally? Pretty sour. Well, not sour enough for me. I like them sour. 4.8%. So, you know, that's going to... It's not going to hit you between the eyes, but it's certainly a nice strength. Lovely and sour. Great flavours. Get this down your necks, lads, because it's bloody nice. And gals. Mm. Guys and gals. Lads and gals. Guys and gals. Yes. Drink it. <laughs> so that's the London Beer Factory summer, yes. summer solstice. Yeah, and the then sour solstice. I've come together with another brewery, Four Pure. Right, Four Pure. A session, just a session IPA. Uh, they're oh, based in Bermondsey. Now I understand that the word session when you talk about drinking means yes. that it's lower strength, so you can have a session. Four point two. You can drink this till the cows come home, and you won't get drunk. Is that true? It's not because I know you'll be drunk later on. Yeah, but not through drinking this. No, through drinking the sour. Yes. Fair enough. Exactly. Through drinking other beers that are stronger. Well, I'm drinking a beer which is 4%, and I'll yeah. be drunk later on. Which yeah. is 3.8%. But you'll walk home. Yeah, I will. Mm. Yeah, well, I drive home. No, I know, but you'll be able to walk. Oh, yeah, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to crawl home. I know. Whereas I might crawl up the stairs. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. If or, things go or well. Or be for dragged me. up the stairs if by your house. If things go well for me. Yeah. If you can just polish off those 16 cans. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm sponsored, as I have alluded to, yes. by a company called Carlsberg. A much more mainstream beer provider. Very mainstream. Mm. Very mainstream. Terrible. Um, <laughs> Terrible stuff. Yeah. And also, though, we'll, we'll gloss over the Carlsberg sponsorship because yeah. that's been done before. What hasn't happened before is I was lucky enough to pick up a sponsorship from the pound shop in Totten. Yes. Um, and they have supplied me with, as you and... As, as you and Callie know, bags of licorice comfits, that old-fashioned sweet we used to have when we were children. I pronounce Hard- it licorice. Well, that's because you're... Why? I don't. Right, good. Some people do. Yeah, or licorice, even. Oh, God. Or licorice. Yeah, licorice, I think, that's what I just said. I think if you're Scottish, actually, you would say licorice. So, oh. Dan Boyd, if you're listening... If you're, Dan Boyd is a Scottish man. He is. So, if you're listening, do you say licorice? Licorice. Uh, let me say that in a Scottish accent, and I'll see if it works. I'm Scottish. It does. Oh, it does. It does. It does. Right, Dan, let's say know. no more. Yeah. It must so, be true. It must be true. I've just done it in my Scottish accent. It must be true. And also, lovely to know that I'm sponsored by a little ramekin of Skittles as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super tasty. Absolutely. Very juicy. But let's just go back once again and stress that this sour solstice by the London Beer Factory is delightful. So, let it guys and gals. Drink, drink it now. So, let's move on now to Falling Into Grace. Yes. Um, 
Initial thoughts. Um, and these, of course, aren't your initial thoughts. No, they're not, because I've written them down. Well, no, and you've, the, and I've you've listened to this song. Yes. <laughs> That's initial thoughts. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we've spoken about the song on multiple occasions, sometimes on air and recording put on the internet. Yes. We've talked about it off air. We've listened to it since 1995. Hundreds of times. Yeah. 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 But, but, these but are new- my initial thoughts <laughs> yeah. are, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it that time. I have major nitpicks, but... There's parts of this song which I often glossed over and I thought this was a, a weak co- third of the album and I thought there's another well, weak song coming up. Wow. I am really changing my tune on some of these. I don't want to cast aspersions. Okay, don't then. But I'm going to. Right, you said you didn't want to. <laughs> I don't. But you are but going, I'm to. going to. Right. But uh, you won't enjoy this. <laughs> I'm not enjoying it at all already and I haven't even started. You're smiling. Yeah, well, I am enjoying it. Um, <laughs> I feel that you've just, you've never, you've, you've formed an opinion on this song back in 95 and you've never shifted from it. I completely disagree because I have shifted from it now. I know, uh, until now. Right. Yeah, I think I listened to this and thought, why is that? You just, you just always thought, I don't like Shallow, um, Falling Into Grace. Why is that good? <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, I didn't like Shallow Be That Game either. In the past. Yeah. I thought, why is that goon playing the voice box? I can't stand voice box. I think this is one of the punchiest and funkiest Red Hot Chili Peppers guitar and bass lines. Punch and funk. Uh, it's not even guitar and bass lines, it's drum and bass lines mm. when that comes in. And Chan's just keeping it solid, it's, really. Yeah, it's great, though, because it locks in so tight with Flea. Mm. I, would I like the bass line better if it wasn't processed so much, conceivably? Uh, but... Why Dave feels the need to wail all over the voice box is, is completely beyond me. Well, I don't mind it. You know, it's a bit like the dog thing on Walkabout. Yeah. But even more pronounced. Yeah. But at least it's not the dog thing. I prefer this to the dog thing. <laughs> oh, there you go. So you've already found something... Well, I despise you, you... the dog thing. <laughs> oh, okay. I hate the voice box. Uh, so, so, it's, it's, so it's, yeah, they're low on the scale. It's, it's different levels of, 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 yeah, of dislike. Yeah. And yeah. they're both quite strong. Yeah. Loathe is... Loathe would be, I think... But is that worse than What hate? was your first one? Hate. Hate. And what was my second one? Callie, do you remember what I said? No. Okay. <laughs> well, let's move on then. Yeah. I don't like it. Let's put it that way. No, I don't, you don't like it and you won't pretend that you do. Well, I will. should you? No, I don't need to pretend that I do because I do like it. What, the song or the, or the voice box? The song. Right, not the voice box. No, I, I loathe <laughs> slash hate that bit. <laughs> right, fine. I think this has got a certain swagger to the Swan's vocals here as well. I think he sounds really good. I think the Swan sounds absolutely great. And again, it's it's another fine example of him being thrown in at the deep end. You know, they, they imagine someone coming to you and saying, "This, oh look, we've we've written this, this noise, and now we want you to do something good with it." And yeah. he does. Yeah, he does. It's it's great stuff, and it's all very clean. This song, uh, like the chorus guitar part. Really clean. I think yeah. the Swan's vocal delivery is is quite clipped, which yeah, I like. It's, yeah, I yeah, agree. The only time I, I do slightly pick up on the Swan is when he's doing, when he delivers his normal, when he's double tracked. You know, he's doing, I'm falling into Oh, that's, uh, no, that's, that's him and um, Christian Vigard, who was, uh, did vocals on Mother's Milk. I, I like that bit. What's no, your... I like it, but I just think the Swan sometimes could be accused of being a bit flatter. 
Really? Yes. I think it's a, a trick. It's an interesting. I've never picked up on it before, though. So I think it's an interesting vocal delivery because the I think there is some vocal interplay tonally. Yeah. I don't think it's flat. I just think it's an interesting choice it's... of notation. And I don't think the Swan could have done that on his own. I think that's Christian Vigard's. That's Vigard's work. Yeah. It's got Vigard's. It's Vigard all over. It's soaked in Vigard. Yeah. It's completely sodden in Vigard. <laughs> it's got fingerprints all over it. It has. And I think it's liquid silk. I will say that. Christ. All right. Wow. I mean, I like it that much. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Compared it, to some of the other silk, that's that's. I, th- I think that works so well. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying not all the time. Just sometimes I think he's struggling to, to get, you know... Maintain his tonality. Yes, yes. Fair enough. Yes. I like the bongos that come in on, the cor- on chorus one. That's nice. And mm. no one else is listed here as doing percussion, so presumably that's the, the myth, doing those bongos. Oh, probably, you know the myth. Um, lovely backing singing. Sounds like Flea's rooting the chorus with double stops, and he's just doing long strums and mm. holding those, those double stops, so playing... I'll do a, a BTP or a GTP, so this could be a bass technical point, a guitar technical point, even a gadget technical point. <laughs> yes. Um, where you play two, two notes together, essentially. Yes. Uh, and those, left, those strummy stabs from Dave in the left ear on the chorus, which yeah. I've just vocalised and I will not, will not do it again. Uh, it, it's nice. I like the chorus. It's great. Oh, yeah. It's Very relaxing. Some... Yes. It, it, no, it is. It, it's, I mean, I'm sure you'll agree, it's an unusual sound for the chilies. Yeah, I think, actually, when I'm thinking about the bass now, I think it might be, it sounds like it might be an auto-war that what? Flea's playing through. Oh, yeah, it could be. Yeah, what, what country do you think of when you hear this song? India. <laughs> because it's a lot of uh, guru talk. I think they're falling into guru mu, which, if I remember correctly, is translates as pertaining to the guru or centred towards the guru, mm. uh, which is, you know, the swan loves all that stuff, doesn't he? Well, he certainly did at this time. So he did in 1995 when he sang this particular song. Yes, and wrote about Guru Mu. And he's falling into it. I treat it like a teacher because that's what you are. I want to be a pet. Reminds us of... Teacher's Pet by Extreme. There you go. Lovely stuff. Um, what a moment from um, uh, Flea at 146, which was the point where he's, you looked over to me and said, Oh, oh yeah. He, I think what he does there... Mm. And I'm no um, bass expert. We are going to have some input from a bass expert later on in this episode. We do know a bass expert. Yeah. Um, is I think he might pull his top, his top string, his highest string. So every apple digs a grave. So a G string on the bass, a mm. four string bass. Oh, that, that's the way I remember the, the tuning. Yeah. Well, yeah, so what a great thing he does. I think he pulls the uh, most treble string off the um, oh, my God. Off the fretboard Whatever and jams it, was, it against the edge of the fretboard. I've never heard it before. No, it's superb, isn't it? I love it. Love it. As you can probably tell, I don't listen to this song. I, I, I like this Ooh. song. No, 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 let me finish. I like this song a lot, certainly more than you. But what I will say is... Hang on. You like this song more than you like me? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not saying that. Right, good. What I'm saying is... You, I, you like some more than I, I like, like it, but I don't listen to it very often through my good quality pair of headphones. No, fair enough. That's right. becoming clear. Yeah. I certainly don't want to... Disparage our relationship. Feel bad. No, you didn't, don't worry. I love the way the solo eases in on that long note. It does ease Comes in. in on the Ebo, I believe. 
And I love the whole solo. I love single night solos like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when we were Shuffle, playing the loop, yeah. When we, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we were playing the lukewarms, I replicated the uh, the first solo off Give It Away, the reverse solo, by mm. playing a single note solo. Very similar to this, actually. Mm. Um, I didn't have an Ebo, and I wasn't David Navarro. But, but you were Ben Townsend. And I was literally lukewarm. I'd say at times you were, you were more, you were boiling. Oh, I was dressed in a dress. Uh, so I love that single note solo. The acoustic guitar comes in as that solo starts. And for the first two bars, it plays single strums. Is that the cuckoo? What's no, going that's on? the whistler. The, the acoustic guitar plays single strums. Mm. And then immediately after those first two bars, it picks up into a rhythmic pattern. And to my ear, that's a bit weird. I would have thought it should have done... Single strum, single strum, single strum, single strum, and then picked up into the rhythmic pattern, mm. as opposed to what it does, which is single strum, single, single strum, into the rhythmic pattern. Thoughts mm. on the rhythmic pattern and the strumming? Well, I would have thought, I agree with you, I think it should have gone single strum, single strum, single strum, rhythmic pattern. No, single strum, single strum, single strum, single strum, rhythmic pattern. Exactly. There you go. Well, at least we're on the same page. Well, we certainly are. Love it. Anyway, again, it's what Dave does great. He's just controlling the guitar, controlling the volume levels, controlling the feedback, super stuff. I mean, as a guitarist, it's a basic, a basic need that you can control the guitar. Yeah, you it? control the instrument, yeah. The chant. What do you think of the chant section? Oh, God, Ben. I don't, want to, I don't want to put the cat amongst the pigeons. Let's just say, before you give us your thoughts, that the chants were done by Gurmak Kerkalaj. Or, or, I, I don't know how to say that name. No. Okay, um, well, a famed prenatal yoga instructor. Christ. Uh, but we'll, given that I don't know uh, what I'm no, saying, no, I we'll think bearing in mind, uh, taking everything into account, the tone of the song, the meaning of some of the lyrics, how much you like it more than me, how much I like <laughs> it more than you, I think that um, chancy section is acceptable. I think it is despicable. Mm. <laughs> right, so I, unacceptable. Yeah, it is unacceptable. <laughs> it's bollocks. But it's not bollocks. It's bollocks. I think it's acceptable. Now that's not high praise. What would you have done? What would you have them do, Ben? Just not do that chant. Not that. Yeah. Right, fair play. Literally anything else. Okay, well, I don't mind it, so let's just move on. And while that chant's going on, there's some low-mixed voice box guitar in the right ear, which pissed me off as well. Oh, shit. It's a bad, that's a bad section for you. Though. No thanks, I've written here. Voice box guitar in right ear. Terrible. No thanks. No thanks, Dave. They were my initial thoughts. <laughs> yes. Okay, so then we go back into the chorus. Uh, well, we do the last verse, where the percussion's really loud, loud, mixed louder than before. Oh, yeah. But yeah, then, um, then into the last chorus. And I quite like, they do the chorus, and then it stops. Yeah, and, you know, and you I hear think that's them, fantastic. You hear them drawing breath. Yeah. Ready I, to I love that. I love that section. Because I like that. I like the chorus anyway. And I always enjoy, and the Chili's do it all the time, don't they? The double chorus at the end. Hmm. It's a, it's a, all the time. Oh, they do it all. And... I like the chorus. I like that gap, as you say. I think that's really well done. So, and compared to the Chelsea section, I guess anything would be welcome. Well, I noticed something I've never noticed before, uh, listening, ready to talk about the song this time. Sure. At 3.40, Flea does... Uh, he's playing his long double-stop chorus part, um, where the swan's singing Falling Into Grace. Yeah. He hits a double-stab high note, like bing, bing. And then, as he goes back into the double stops at 3.42, completely fluffs. It's the last, it's the last time he's going to do the long strummed double stops. Mm. Completely fluffs the first chord and then finds it in place. But there's a... You think, well... Do it again. Yeah, you're in the studio. You're, you're spending... He probably thought, 
this song's reasonably weak. No one's going to listen to it. No one's going to get this far. No one in 2021 is going to analyse this to the end. Is that after the the charity section? Yeah, well, it's it's the very end of the song. It's a a three-four. He knows that most people are going to switch off after the chant, especially you. Yeah. Well, I didn't switch off, did I? I picked it up. You switched on. Yeah. After the chant, I I didn't switch off. I switched on even more. And that that was the reverse of what Flea thought. Yeah. I got more potent. Wow, is that was possible? It was possible, and my potency is boundless. Yeah, is it? Yeah. I mean, that can't be true. Well, it is, it's infinite. You can't have infinite potency. Yes, you can, because we live in an infinite universe. Yeah, I know, but... And so, and so by definition, if the universe is infinite, then my potency must be infinite. Your, yeah, but your potency... I mean, let's not get bogged down in this, but what I, will, I will have the last Happy word to on talk this. about... I will have the last word. Go on, then. Your potency, and this is the last word. Okay. And it's correct. Your potency cannot be bound, uh, infinite. Yes, it can. <laughs> <laughs> Come rip-snorting out of Shallow Be Thy Game. And I think what sums that up for me is that Callie said, again, Shallow Be Thy Game, probably not on your Spotify playlist, I'd imagine, Callie. No. But he said, that's what should have followed up Blood Sugar for me. Mm. High uh, praise indeed. Well, this is actually, I think, the most John Frusciante-ish, guitar-wise, the most John Frusciante-ish song on the album. It's that kind of... Um, Hendrixy style playing with the little kind of flicks and tricks and fills that uh, that John does, and in fact, on the um, uh, the YouTube video, search Dave, uh, search guitar lesson Dave Navarro. It's music files lessons where Dave talks to Barry Manor with a hair explosion about how he recorded this album. Mm. He says he's basically playing an E ninth, lots of fills, lots of string muting um, all the time while while strumming. Classic, classic, classic John. But he says he's try, trying to leave room for Flea, which he does, because this is a really busy bass line from Flea as well. Yeah, yeah. Use of the Boss Octave pedal here, which he, he uses for the solo later on, but definitely the most John frusciante song on the album. And it reminds me of the guitar playing on Higher Ground, mm. which is similar, similar tone, in fact, and a similar, uh, you know, those flicks and fills and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, as you know, this is a song that traditionally I've I've given a fairly bad press. So have I. I I've gone on record as saying I thought it was utter shite. But I've just listened to it there, mm. paid full attention. Guess what? And I've I am now going on record as saying that's a fantastic song. And I will go on record and say it's a fantastic song. I love it. It's one of the most uplifting choruses. I on can't the album. believe I thought that song was not good. Well, you're a man who had the single as well. I did, yeah. yeah. But I don't know how you had the single, because apparently it was only released in Australia. I had it. Yeah, it was that one with the watermelon picture on the front. I must a terrible have, cover. I must have had the... Um, 
Do you get an import from from HMV? Yeah, I mean, back in the mid nineties, I was to and fro to Australia all the time. You were, of course, yes. Uh, they called me Australian Sam at one point, didn't they? They did. Well, you would come back, and I, I'd say, "Good day, sport." Yeah, and I'd say, "We don't like that." Oh, we don't, yeah, we don't like that. We don't like this. that cliche. Yeah. Yeah, I'd yes, say, I'd yes say, I've got a, you know, loads yes, of Yes, I've got a barbecue. I'm not going to chuck them on. <laughs> no way. All right, I'm going to keep no. them in the fridge like you do. Yeah, yeah, I've got some tinnies, but I'm not going to have one of them. Uh, no, and in, in the 90s, that was accurate. Now, of course, you've got of some Of course, you're a classic they Australian. Are, they are, they stand no chance whatsoever. Well, I can see you've got five tinnies in front of you right now and, and more hidden away on the side. I've got a, a fridge full of tinnies and a table full of empty tinnies. And shrimps? No, no, but it's worth mentioning... That we did prepare for this podcast by uh, collaborating with California, yes, and cooking uh, salt and pepper chicken with egg fried rice. We really did. Wasn't it great fun chopping up things? It together? was lovely and it was delicious. Oh, I didn't. I didn't try it, but I cooked it. I can tell you, it was delightful. So take that as as red. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> Um, so we've both changed our tune. That's that's the important thing to, to, to sort of stress at this point. Do you need 16 seconds of bubbly bass at the beginning? Well... That's the triple B. I tell you what, once again, it's not the bubbly bass at the beginning that I don't like. Hmm. It's I just think it could have ended slightly sooner. Oh, so this is one that... This is, well, you like that with the... Yeah. It could have already finished by then. It could have finished by then. At least it... Diddle diddle Boom. Boom. At least it, it sort of ends fairly quickly, but it could have already finished by that point. Yeah, you didn't necessarily need that last 30 seconds. That last bit. But I do that like last that last final bit. change. Who who was coming up with these? Well, imagine it was Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I've put ending is fine. Right. Um, it's a new idea introduced with 13 seconds left. Exactly. No, that's, do, do you necessarily that's, need That's it? where I'm coming from. Yeah. That's where I'm coming from. Come on. But no, I lo- and, uh, let's get back to the swan here. Okay. Lyrically, you know, this is a song, this is a song with a message. Well, it's, it's, it's against religious fundamentalism, isn't it? Yes. But I think lyrically, it's very, very... The lyrics of the verses are the things, is, is the part of the song that I like least, because I think it's so clunky and so heavy-handed. There's only one time when I think it's clunky. Which bit's that? I bet it's the bit I, I actually really like. Well, it's the bit where he mentions puking in the nearest bin. Ah, that's not a bit. I like the bit where he says it's fucking rude. Oh, yeah. But actually, the message in that is where he mentions puking in the nearest bin. Yeah. The message and the, and the words are meaningful. Yeah. And the delivery is not too bad. So I've complete, I've gone 180 degrees, not 360. No, because that would be turning completely around. to where I was before. Again, yeah. 180. Yeah. I've gone 180, Ben. I now love this song. Do you know that you're inadvertently quoting Seinfeld there when you say um, 180 instead of 360? No. Yeah, very well. Well, what can I say? You're a genius. You're a comedy genius. I'm going to spend a lot of time in the next two days. One to two days, yeah. Listening to this song. Cool. And it might stretch to a third day. You'd like it that much. That's how far I've turned. Well, you've turned halfway around. You're looking in the complete opposite direction. It's a 180. I was looking at hatred... Now I'm looking at love. Oh, that's nice. That's good, isn't it? Well, any time that you can say you're looking at love or you're feeling love is... And you've turned your back on hatred. Mm, it's fantastic. Oh. However, the, his rhymes, I, I, I feel, are, are poor <laughs> in, the, in the verses. Well, name one. 
If you can name one, I'll give you credit for that. But if you can't, then it's just a statement with no basis. <laughs> can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> you got page. I, I, listen, I if anyone's the, ever the... recorded a podcast with Ben, he's got an entire book of notes and he hasn't noted down. He didn't think I'd question him on it. No. Cocky. Too cocky for your own good. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what I do love. As the chorus takes off, it's, it's magical. And I love the, the, swans, um, the swans lyrics here. You can't contain me. I am the power free. Yes. Is, is super. Truth belongs to everybody. Yeah, it's good stuff, that. Oh, there's some really good lyrics here. And not only good lyrics, but good de- really good delivery as well. I know there's, there are some, you know, as you say, clunky times, and there are. But I think overall, the swans shines like a beacon of hope here. And I- it is a beacon of hope. That's drawn me in. Yeah, well, I'd have nothing against the delivery, and I don't disagree that the Swan it could potentially be a beacon of hope. I just his delivery is fine. What he's delivering is clunky. Here's a good trick that they play in the chorus, Dave and Flea. Sure. As it starts, they start on the same root note. They're they're both on E. The primary guitar where Dave's playing. Guess what? Guess what style of thing he's, he's playing. Octaves with the... With oh, the, uh, uh, those things that he does all the time. Muted octaves, yeah. Muted octaves. So he's playing a root note, not playing... Muting out the fifth and then playing the octave up. Right, fine. Which he does on 80% of the songs on this album. Well, that's still 20% where he's doing something different. Fair enough. Um, so he's... On the first time he goes into the chorus... Bam, bam, oh. bam. He's going up. Yeah. And Flea starts on the same root note and he goes down. That's what we At, call... It's similar but different. Mm. It's the ancient art of weaving. You do that, I'll do this. Yeah. That's what we do. The weaving. The next, and actually, Dave has a secondary guitar playing long strums, which are following Flea. Second time they go do it on the chorus, guess what happens? They do it differently. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Dave goes down. Dave's primary guitar goes down and Flea goes Goes up. up. And yeah, it's, and uh, Dave's secondary guitar follows Flea again. It's so cool. Cool, but straightforward. Yeah, it's, it's easy songwriting, but it's so effective. As we said before, it's a, yeah, it's it's a simple trick. Yeah. But it's <laughs> not so, so hard to do, but it's very effective. It's very effective. Oh, I love it. I love you, it. Yeah, you love it, and I'm sure there are very many people listening to this who also love it. Um, there's some lovely Dave Navarro playing on this song. He's doing some of the best guitar, some of the most... It's interesting. He's doing some of the most typically Frusciante stuff, yeah. but this song also has some of the most typical Dave stuff on. At 153, there's the most Dave Navarro fill ever over in the left ear. Yeah. Timestamp. Well, that's what... And give Dave credit here. He's, he's, he's giving us what we want to a certain degree. Yeah, he is. But he's also not... He's been staying true to himself. Oh, there's brilliant stuff, and he's doing it. By splitting, by playing two guitars and having one in each ear. Mm. At two o two in the right ear, there's the most the most John Frusciante John Frusciante ish funky break he's ever played. Say esque John Frusciante. I can't even say John Frusciante. John Frusciante esque funky break he's he's ever played. Over in the left ear is classic Navarro. Exactly. So he's playing. He's fusing the two. It's a fusion. Say fusion. Fusion. Good. It's a fusion of the two men, the past and the present, if you will. But I tell you what, the guitar solo. How would you make of it? Well, 
again, it's a fusion of the past and the present because it's it's Dave Navarro playing a guitar solo that I tell you what, John would pl- imagine John playing that solo. He'd strip it down. He'd play single notes. Strip his mind. Yeah, it would be brilliant. And it's it's fine. It's a bit too meaty for me. I'll tell you why you think it's meaty. Because mm. he's using the octave pedal. So when he's playing something, the pedal will either take it up an octave or down an octave. And mm. I think he's got it set to down an octave. And it gives he's got a... it set to maximum meat. Mm. Yeah, that's what, yeah. It's yeah. got a meat pedal. Yeah. And I, it's not a sound I particularly like, to be no. honest. No, exactly. But I, I, I was stood there thinking, I can appreciate this solo because... John would, Christ, John, John could do would it shred it. He would, though, wouldn't he? He'd yeah. absolutely shred that. Yeah. So, and God bless Dave. You know, it's a lovely, lovely little solo. He got him. his octave pedal out. Yeah. He, he, God, he got hold of that meat and he, he lathered it on. He certainly did, like you'll do on that barbecue. Oh, well, barbecue. What? What? The oh, the barbecue. Yeah. Well, next week we're having a barbecue, aren't we? We are, yes. So yeah, presumably I'm, you're going to get some meat and lather it on. I'm going to lather it on. <laughs> okay. Can you lather on meat? <laughs> no, I don't think you can. It's normally something you do with sauces. <laughs> or soap. <laughs> you lather on a sauce, you lather on soap. Well, no, but in a culinary sense, if you were going to lather on anything, I think it would be a sauce, wouldn't it? I don't think I've ever lathered on anything in a culinary sense. Uh, the ending is fine. Uh, it's a new idea and she's 13 seconds left. And we know you don't like it. We've touched on it. It's unnecessary. It could have ended... They could have written the perfect song here, I think. Well, they couldn't, because the Swans' um, lyrics are so clunky. But... No, structurally, they had a chance. Oh, they had a chance to be in and out, yeah. Yeah. If they'd have taken out that ending and taken out that beginning... Yeah, possibly some of the middle. I like the way... No, I like the way halfway through... No, that was a joke, by the way. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. I like the way halfway through... They go back to the beginning with that build-up that, mm. that, that then leads into solo. Yeah, pretty now, good. I, pretty good. I think structurally it's extremely sound, apart from that last thirteen seconds. It's okay. unnecessary. But we, I think we've been turned around on this one, haven't we? <laughs> I mean, I don't. For fear of repeating myself, Ben. <laughs> I, oh, yes. <laughs> I've done it. The I, I have been turned around, and I've given you the exact measurements. Fuck off, said your brother's a real punk Something gonna happen, or something bad or soon Transcending flesh could be a breeze Sending me Lord of the moon Friends did that you gave respect Sympathetic intellect Choices are for one and all All we are at least that far We come of transcending. From. No, we come racing out of. I would say out of. Of. Out we come of. How long have we been doing this? A long time. Out we come of transcending. One of the greatest and most frustrating Red Hot Chili Pepper songs uh, that I've ever heard. 
Frustrating for what reasons, Ben? We'll get there, but, um, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, brother. Uh, this one, Flea wrote most of the lyrics. Again, we're going to Dan Goshen's wonderful book, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers FAQ. Mm. We know it previously to reading Dan's book, we knew it was a, a, a tribute to um, River Phoenix, of course. River, yeah. He died at the Viper Rooms and was a friend of the band. Mm. And this contains not only some of the Swans' most wonderful lyrics, as I say the Swans' most wonderful lyrics, because who wrote those? Mm. Flea, presumably, Flea wrote most lyrics. Mm. Yeah, and, But some of the Swans' most wonderful delivery. Yeah, uh, it just sounds great again. It, it, and this is another... The, there are just some wonderful flourishes from the Swan, but also from Dave here. Yeah. Well, and primarily, of course, from Flea. I think well, Flea's opening salvo is tremendous. It's one of the most recognisable Chili's bass lines, I think. For Chili's fans, yes. Yeah, I mean, if, for Chili's fans who happen to listen to the end of One Hot Minute. If you, pay, if you played this to... <laughs> uh, if you, uh, there, are, there are numerous Chili's bass lines that are more recognisable to non-Chili's fans. I think, but is that true? Well, yeah. the answer is yes. But even if you played the Give It Away bass line in isolation to a non-Chili's fan, would they know it was Give It Away? But, for example, if you played the Can't Stop bass line and... Oh, and then played the... Can't um, Stop 2. Can't Stop 2, a.k.a. Dark Necessities. Um, would they know that was A, Can't Stop, or B, Dark Necessities? There'd be some confusion amongst non-Chili's fans at that mm. point. And Chili's fans. <laughs> no, no. No. I reached out to Aidan Hampson, friend of the podcast, fellow podcaster. Yes. Um, who we have spoken about before. He is another multi-hyphenate. We, we seem to... Gravitate as, towards very talented men. Yeah. Hugely talented people that do lots of things really well. And JJ, of course, we've spoken about is a stand-up comedian, is a podcast. Well, JJ is someone who we're definitely going to now try and keep yeah closer close tabs to. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to move to, to Newcastle, South Shields. Yeah, and live with JJ now. Yeah, so, so am I. Yeah, so we can. Well, do. We're off tomorrow. See you later, Callie. Bye, <laughs> bye, Vanessa. Bye, Anna. Thanks for everything. <laughs> we're moving into JJ's room. We're moving in with Jack Johnson because he's on the verge of mega stardom. He certainly is. Well, support and go looking. Have you? Have we ever sported Goldie looking chain or Goldie looking? Well, not since. Uh, well, not for the. Not for certainly not for fifteen not years. Since, or not so. not pre-COVID. No, I've done that. Well, not, yes, not, pre-COVID. oh yeah, yes, pre-COVID. Not <laughs> since not COVID. post-COVID. Okay, so anyway, another multi-hyphenate is the one for Aidan Hampson, who he does his own podcast is K and A podcast. If you listen to that on Spotify, search K and A podcast episode sixteen. Um, they do a little chilies quiz. Where Aiden's isolated some uh, tracks and just has certain parts of the tracks where you have to guess what the song is, and he asked me to do a couple of questions, which I did. Mm, yes, yes. So go out there, listen to that. Very entertaining. I had my questions ready to fun. go as well. Yeah, uh, wasn't asked. It wasn't asked. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thanks, Aiden. Yeah, no, no. You know, he's a wonderful multi-hyphenate. Yes, he is, and uh, also a wonderful bass player because part one of his skill sets is. As a great basis, but he's a, he tabs stuff. He's tabbed he tabs, extreme books. He tabs like a madman. Yeah, he tabs. He's tabbed loads of chili stuff, but he's tabbed extreme stuff. And yeah, I think t- Pat Badger is a great bass player. He is, and he's also one of the best bass players, named after an animal. Exactly. Uh, let me think of another. Well, flea. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, yeah. strictly an animal. Well, flea is an insect. No, um, but it's close enough. Of course, another guitarist who gets deeply involved with badgers. Is Brian May? Oh, he's so into him. 
He loves the badger. And of course, he's one of the few guitarists named after a month. <laughs> yes, well, the only other one is uh, Gareth September. Yeah, he plays bass for... Plays bass for a little-known band in South Dakota. That's right, yeah. That's true. Oh, it is. Do um, Kings of Leon come from South Dakota? No. Right. Well, they might do. Okay, well, Aidan has said about Transcending. I said, <laughs> sure. Aidan, tell me about the bass line from Transcending. Yes. I said it's one of the most recognisable bass lines the Chili's have ever written. <laughs> yeah. Please have written. Transcending is the perfect example, says Aidan, mm. of a track being written from the bottom up, with Flea's bass line providing much of the harmonic movement. Having said that, the main riff of the song's first half is quite ambiguous. Flea's line outlines an F-sharp minor pentatonic scale, but Navarro's sliding power chords never really seem to settle. This gives the song a floating and hypnotic feel, further enforced by the repetitive nature of Flea's bass line. Mm. Because for a long time throughout that first section of the song, Flea is just playing that wonderful, um, that wonderful intro, How can we intro describe bass it? line. Well, wonderful. And I would describe it like this. Hypnotic. Uh, bass technical point, says Aidan. Yeah, the combination of the bass tone and Flea's attack bring out the overtones, which really help to give the bends that distinctive sound. That's right. It's and such a yes, there's so just little little things that he's he's doing within that repetitive sequence that just adds that extra something, subtle nuance. That je ne sais pas pourquoi. Uh, yes, I uh, owe you nothing. Um, je ne sais pas pourquoi. No, I still love you. Je ne sais pas pourquoi. Ah, yes. Carly Minogue. And of course, uh, voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Ce soir, voulez-vous coucher avec moi? There, that's all French. Um, that bonjour. means, will you sleep with me tonight? Yes. Cesar. No, no, don't. He's <laughs> <laughs> straight in there. Keen as mustard. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, we're all moving up to Jack's. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, presumably, he's not going to have loads of beds. We'll be like Charlie right. Bucket and his, his family. Yeah, or Morecambe and Wise. Indeed. Three of us. Um, that's probably not going to happen. Well, you say probably. It won't happen. <laughs> Even if we moved into Jack's room, he's probably or Jack's house, he's not going to allow us into the same bed as him. Well, not during the night. No. Anyway, Aiden... maybe for a quick wrestle. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so is that what you say to Anna? <laughs> yeah. Can I have a quick wrestle? <laughs> yeah. Should I have a quick wrestle? <laughs> when I do quick wrestles with uh, my house of Bastard, I last for one hot minute. <laughs> yeah. So this to me is such a spacey and hypnotic feel to this the intro is is like that but when dave comes in with those sliding power chords and and chad is just in that groove he's got that wonderful little he's snare in lead in yeah oh yeah yeah this is um well i've put this is the most beautiful three minutes and four seconds of the album and this is an album that's got my friends on it that's true so that's high praise yeah it's massive praise note that i put three minutes and four seconds I did note that, yeah. And and of course there's the we know the underlying heartfelt meaning of this song. Yeah, of course. And actually I think if you it does add more to this song. It adds more to songs like Tearjerker, it adds it adds more to songs like My Lovely Man, if you do have that knowledge. Yes. Um that it the, the lyrics are dedicated to someone and they're being written from the heart. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. And it just it, it lathers it on, if you will. Well it absolutely does. When You've not only got that that meaning, but it is also a brilliant piece of songwriting. Yeah, it's the lyrics here. Are, 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 a lot of them are absolutely superb. I like the overlapping section at thirty two section, uh, thirty two sections, thirty seconds, 
as the swan goes out of a line, then into something's going to happen. Yes. He's, he's overlapping himself. That happens a couple yes, of times. Yes, yes, that's right. And there's a lovely, set, a lovely bit when Dave comes in with some beautiful stuff in the left ear. Yeah. Um, and then that just stops dead. What Dave's doing there is he's using, because um, he's got those lovely slightly power chords, but when that overdub comes in, that second guitar, he's yeah. doing muted octaves. Yeah. You'll be Which amazed he to hear. Yeah. <laughs> but they work so well, both on the power oh, they chords. Do. What you've got that really works here is um, Flea playing a bass line that involves bends, which is a slightly unusual way to play the bass in the first place, and Dave playing both of those lines, both the primary guitar line and that secondary guitar line, mm. where he's sliding from position to position, from chord to chord. And so you have a wonderful, loose feel to the whole thing. There's so much yeah. spa- It feels so spacey. It does feel spacious, and that, that adds the, the, medita- the meditative quality of it. Yeah, I completely agree. And the Swans doubled here again, um, I believe. They definitely doubled. On, no, doubt, on, no doubt about it. No doubt, because on something's going to happen. Yeah. I think it's slightly offset as well. Yes, yeah, so it could be, just, just slight, by a microsecond. Ju- yeah, so it's, one of them's just slightly leading the other. Of course, there's a microsecond of measurement of time. Yes. Probably more, more a millisecond. I think a microsecond is, sm- I would say, smaller or shorter than a, a millisecond. A millisecond's pretty... Oh, a millisecond's, yeah, it's not... Not that I mean, it's a, it's a very short space of time, but things can happen in a millisecond. Let's get the third man in. Let's get Harry Lyme in. Um, is a microsecond a real thing? No. Right. Um, moving on, second guitar at forty-three seconds, which we just talked about. The choice. Uh, these lyrics, though, these lyrics are some of the most heartfelt I've ever heard, and some of the the ones I love most. The only line I, I prefer to um, choices are for one and all, or all the leaves that fall. That's, that's all, all is possibly just in case you never knew I miss you slim I love you too mm. I love you too um, but again that, that I mean we don't want to we don't want to tread on the toes of the blood sugar episodes we which won't we promise will come <laughs> <laughs> um, episode 100 but it's not uh, you know, just in case you never knew I miss you slim I loved you too I love you too yeah is delivered in at the point of the song where it really hits you in the face. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Just in case you never we'll come knew. out solo. Yeah, it's huge. Brilliant. Absolutely super. I mean, that song is, is shit hot. Yes, it is. But this is shit hot from the swan as well. This is Liquid Silk Delivery. That That's all is, is mm. oh, mate, it, gets, it grabs you with the heartstrings. I just hope that the swan's still got some Liquid Silk left in the tank. Um, well, who knows? We'll soon find out. Well, will we? Well, yeah. we will, but will it be soon? Uh, yeah, next year, I think. Yeah, when you say next year, that's not even this year, which is only just over halfway done. I'm not, red, I'm not the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Listen to this from Flea or the Swan as well. Oh, it's, it's great stuff. Vicious, fi- vicious Fish, which is already a nice... Yeah, a I nice love saying line. Vicious Fish. Vicious Fish bit at your toes, made you lie and numbed your soul. Mm. It's, just, it's lovely. You bore the load of all creation's tortured soul. Uh, this is good stuff. Mm. This is good stuff. Yeah, was it Flea? Who knows? But it's it's lovely songwriting. It is, yeah, and it's beautifully delivered. My favourite, my favourite Dave Navarro guitar line, I've written 53 seconds down here. It seems a little bit early. But it's that breakdown part where, you know, da-dum, 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 da-da-da-dum. Mm. I used to love when we played this in, um, in the Lukewarms, which we did do a few times. I think we played it live a couple of times. Thomas Tripp. That's news to me. I think. 
Oh, we did. Definitely play it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we didn't. Well, we absolutely did. We also played Storm in a Teacup, which you vehemently deny we ever played. Well. These are things that happened. These are set lists Storm in a Teacup. Storm in a Teacup is more believable than this. Oh, we did do Transcending. And it was great. We just, we didn't do the second half. We just did this. Yeah, okay, I can just believe did, that. We just no, did I the first half. I can believe that. And then we, um, we uh, sieged or segued mm. into a, Something a, else. a better song. Yeah. Well, not a better song than Transcending, but a better song than the second half of Transcending. Which in itself has its own merits, which we'll get to. It certainly does. But this is amazing stuff. I used to love playing that guitar line. It's so, again, it's, it's hypnotic sounding. There's so much space to the whole thing. Mm. But it's perfectly complemented by Flea here, who starts high there, starts on a high E, and he moves down. By the time that Dave's halfway through that line, he is on the open low E. Mm. And it's so thick and so pure, that open E that he's playing. It's absolutely, absolutely superb stuff. And in that section as well, you've got that kind of rhythmic, metallic sound. Oh, let's not forget that there's... Oh, yeah, that's the beginning, oh, that's the beginning of the get uh, Let's not forget that there's a, some beautiful triangle work here. That's what I mean then. Oh my God, I was trying to remember what it was. Yeah, it's a, tri- it's a triangle. Yeah, and it goes... Well, no. That's the beginning of the getaway. It doesn't sound like that. You can't... Bink, bink. Binky, binky, binky. Yeah, that noise. So, um... A well-known triangle in uh, impersonation. Aiden says, this repetition on the bass carries on until the bridge at uh, 220. This is more harmonically secure with Flea... This is the water flowing section. Yes. Uh, with Flea adopting a more typical walking bass line to connect the root notes. This is interesting as well. And when I read this, I then listened to it and I'd not put this together before. Um, he doubles the vocal melody. Flea is basically mm. f- is following mm. what the swan's doing, mm. which gives Navarro's counter melody plenty of space. Flea's, oh, this is interesting as well. Flea's reharmonizing of the chord sequence is particularly nice towards the end of this section, leading into the strummed chords that crescend, that, that, that crescend into the outro. And you listen to that again. Flea is taking, is harmonizing that part in the last couple of times or the last time, which then seeks or segues perfectly into mm. the second half of the song. Just segue. Yeah. Sure. You don't want to say seek or segue every time. No. <laughs> Fine. Fine, I won't. Great stuff. Thank you, Aidan. We'll come back to you. Yes, thank you, Aidan. We will come back to you. So, um, like no other, I love you, my brother, is all, is one of the lines that's lovely. Yeah, yeah. of course, puts me in mind of my brother that I love, me. Nick in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who I do love, of course, but I also do love you. No, and Joe. Yeah, all of them. All of my brothers, yes. Yeah. But that that's the kind of bond that, um, you know, as Chili's fans, when we listen to that, is a, I just think it, it touches me. In the heart. It does. It touches. On the heart. In the heart, on the heart, and around the heart. Yeah. And also the swan singing. And it always makes me think, well, what if um, what if you died? Oh, God. Well, it'd be bad news for me. Yeah. The swan is left thinking this. A part of me left that only you knew mm. will never be understood. be understood. So you have... There's a part of... Uh, it's so powerful. And uh, it really is so powerful. It's, a part of myself... if that only you know about, that only you understand, if you died, would never then be understood by anyone else. Let's move on, I think. Yeah, okay. Because I think otherwise we might cry. Yeah, it's, 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 it's tear-jerking stuff. We don't stuff. Really cry on air, do we? No, tear-jerking stuff. I see what you did there. Mm, yeah. Aeroplane. It's water under the bridge. Ah, that's very good. Um, did you side. just say aeroplane? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> And then other side. 
Yeah, really, uh, really, really linking them in nicely. Absolutely. That's the power of equality. Deep kick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the second half of the song, which okay. is um, let's so, get, let, let's let's first get the layman's view. Mm. Callie, when you listened to that song then with us, you probably didn't know it was about River Phoenix dying, or or written about River Phoenix. No. Um, you, what was your thinking about when it changed into the? Disgusted by it. It's having a coughing fit. It's an overwhelm. <laughs> this happens to us sometimes. Don't worry. What, what were your thoughts? There's a spider on my mic. If you can articulate them. <laughs> you can. We'll come back to him. <laughs> he has this big moment. He's blown it. <laughs> no, I think he's all right now. He's not. <laughs> he's not again. He's not. But what did you think about it, Kelly? Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. And there'll be more there'll be more from California on the next episode. So so tune in. There'll be more coughing. Uh so the outro, what did you think of it, Sam? Ben, I'll be honest with you. Please do. I don't mind it. I don't mind it and I'll tell you for why. Go on. The first half is an emotional tribute to a, a, a dear friend who has passed passed on. Yes, I feel like the second half is a, an outpouring of rage against the things that worked against yeah. him yeah. while he was alive. Oh, I, I completely agree with you. Again, the lyrics back you up on this, and these are powerful lyrics. Yeah, fuck the magazines, fuck the green machine, see the human being. Yeah, it, it's it is strong stuff. So for me, it works. It works. But does it work? As yes. a song. Yes, it does. As a whole, as a cohesive whole, you think this works? I think as a, as a, as a, a sh- music reflects life, reflects emotions. Go on. And they're letting it all out here. Okay. They're singing about someone they loved, someone who's, who they've lost, and then they're singing about... Why and, and two hmm. the people who they feel are partially yeah. responsible for that. So for me, it works. And if you embrace it and and just allow it to, you know, take you with it, I think it works. And it's yeah. it's highly charged. I like the second part of the song, and I get everything that you've just said. Sure, and I think you're right in in the majority of what you say. I just don't know if as it's difficult because listening to it this time through, thinking about it, listening to it in a, in a deeper level, mm. 
You felt it more. I felt it more, and I think it works better than I have thought it works before. But, <sighs> but I think you're too uh, you're, you're too emotionally attached and too 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 interwoven with the first half. Uh, am I? Yeah, when I think of you... Yeah, what do you think of the first half of Transcending? <laughs> yeah, and all I see is that you are inter- intertwined with it, almost. I wrote a song called Vanessa. One of her Christmas songs was called Intertwined. There you go. No, I, 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 That's I, typical you, getting intertwined with things. Yeah, intertwined with my wife. I love the first half. I think the second half is very powerful. Does it work as a cohesive whole for me? Not quite. Let's not go- quite? Well, that's not too bad. No, it's not. It's better than it was in the past. Let's go to the bass expert, Aidan Hampson. The last section flips from harmony... Sent- um, hang on, I'll, I'll read it again. Okay. So it changes from um, E major to an epic Hendrixy psychedelic jam in E minor. Flea's improvising skill is in full flow, with each two-bar phrase finishing with a minor pentatonic fill. He never seems to run out of ideas, keeping the note choice and phrasing interesting throughout. You can imagine them recording this at the same time with how adeptly flea locks into Chad's dynamic uh, syncopation and it, it, you can <coughs> Christ it's coughing it's sneezing it's Christ. all going on on university speaking but a... you can you can hear that and uh, having read that I listen to the bass in a more specifically listen to bass mm. and it's wonderful stuff but it's allowed to do that by bless you it's allowed to do that by what Dave's chosen to play here um, which is essentially big open E strings, then moving up to the high E's on the treble strings. So like, boom, cha-ching. Yeah, yeah. He's, I think he's got... Um, yeah, and, and he, that's, yeah, again, that's, like you say, that's... He's not doing a lot, and no. he's letting Flea go mad. I think Dave's playing through a phase shifter. He's using a lot of whammy bar, or wham bars, we've talked about before. You know, really slackening the strings off to get that low grumble. Rumble, <laughs> and he's given Flea the space to work there. Yes, I agree. Sorry, I can't stop sneezing. So can't stop. Lovely. Yeah. Aiden says it really is a song to sneeze. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. That's beautiful. Really that good. is one of my best. Yes, thank you. Oh, I'm glad he came. It really is a song of two halves, says Aiden, with the latter half coming out of nowhere, waking the listener out of the trance-like first half. Good, trance-like is a good way to describe the first half. Mm. This track allows Fleas to demonstrate its melodic ability in both major and minor keys. It's the perfect way to finish the album. It's just a shame we didn't get them to see it, um, see it played live more often. Now, that's really good bass insight from a man who is a really good bass player. That's fantastic bass insight, and I agree. I think it's a fantastic way to end the album. I really do. What I, I think if you're going to pick a song to finish the album, yeah. this is a big epic ending. Name another one that's better. A better song on the album? Yeah. Warped. Mm, well, I can name a few more if you want. Go on. Aeroplane. No, no way. Deep oh, kick. No. My friends. No. I'll skip coffee shop. Again, I, look, I would say this was a genius piece of songwriting, and I would absolutely love it. I'll say it's one of my favourite songs ever written. If it was, if it didn't evolve in the way it does. No, no, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like and it a lot, but I don't well. love it, and I can't love it, and I can't recommend. I can't you won't say, allow yourself to love. No, I can't. And I can't say allow- to Vanessa. Yes, you can. No, I can't. Yes, you can. I can't. You can. I can't. You can. I can't. Good. You can. I can't. You won't allow yourself to because you're stubborn. I can't. You're stubborn. I can't. No, well, you I'm s- not. 
I can't say to Vanessa, listen to this song. It's absolutely perfect. No, but you there don't have so- to say that. What do I have to say then? Just say, listen to this, it's decent. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's wonderful, the first half. It's one of my favourite Chili Pepper songs for the first half of the song. Yeah. And there's no fine. point. You, had, you would have to say to someone for them to understand the dynamic change of the song, this is why this song was written. And you shouldn't have to explain necessarily no, explain. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even go that far. I just well, said, it's just bollocks. What did you think, Callie, when all this happened at the end Kelly? of the song? I'm not a big fan. Well, do you like the first half? Yeah, I do like the first half. Go on. I don't like the change. No. But can't you just say to someone who's never heard it, listen to the first half, I really like it. There's a bit of a shock change at halfway. No, I can't. I, you know, I, can't, I do understand it and I respect the second half, but I don't like it as much as the first half. Can you say that? Say that? Yes, I can. <laughs> I can, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. One hot minute, let's, let's oh, sum no, it up here. Then. But one thing I was going to say, Go sorry to, to bust in like That's that. That's fine. Um, the Chili's here, remember, they're at a, a point in their career and a point in their lives where they've seen a lot of people who they care about die. Yes. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I think that anger and frustration yeah. is reflected so well in the second I think it's beautifully stuff. reflected. So let's just bear that in mind before we start, you know... No, I will. I think the second half of the song has its own beauty and its emotions and its message comes through so strongly. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not saying that I don't like the second half. No, you're just saying you can't pair them. Yeah, exactly. Fine. In fact, I really like the second half. I just can't pair those two parts of the song together. If part one and part two were both Bluetooth devices... I couldn't pair them. No. Okay. One hot minute. I'm going to ask you to pick your top three off one hot minute. Oh, shit, man. You didn't tell me about this. Well, that's right. You can look at this. Well, no, I don't need to look at it, but I will. But, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> you didn't tell me about it. No, well, it's off the cuff, mate. It's off the this cuff is, podcast. This is thing. right off the cuff, but on the record. Mm. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to say... Well, my friends definitely. This is in no particular order. My friends is is in there. Okay, just, it just is. I'm going to throw in Tearjerker, okay, just because it's you like it so much. I like it, yeah. And uh, and <laughs> I tell you what, this is a controversial move, but it reflects the. Uh, it's falling into grace. This podcast will no it's, longer. No, it's shallow. Be thy game. I've thrown it in. Right. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even bite through my comfort then, I was so no, shocked. No. Okay, so your top three songs off In one no hot particular month. order. My Friends. Yeah. Tearjerker. Yes. And Shall I Be That Game. Yeah. All right. That's just. Uh, yeah, that's off the cuff. But, but on, on the record. record. <laughs> All right, my favourites are This Will Be No Surprise to You, Warped. No, no, that is no surprise. This is on this this listen. This. Yeah, exactly. This, this For me... Yeah, you know, that's good, yeah. I wouldn't expect yeah. this to be for anyone else. No, that's how I felt right now. Is that in your humble opinion? It's IMHO. Literally. <laughs> yes. Okay. On this listen, for me, it's Warped, which yeah. I, I think is a masterpiece. A good, yeah, decent. It's Deep Kick. Okay. Which I think, again, is an absolutely wonderful song. I won't give it the accreditation of Masterpiece. And what are you going to throw in third? <laughs> are you thinking, what other nonsense songs are you going to chuck in? No, listen, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Thank you. Um, I, I think it's difficult to look past my friends, isn't it? If I said anything else but my friends, it would be a lie. 
Well, no, be honest. Okay, my friends. Yeah, that's fine. My friends is... Uh, if there's one thing that... Well, it, there's several, there are a lot of things that the Red Hot Chili Peppers do very well. But they do write an incredible ballad. When, they do. When uh, they, or a salad, if you will. Yeah, they love a salad, as we all do. Not necessarily as often as we should. BenTownsendMusic.net is where we host this. It is. BenTownsendMusic at Hotmail.com to email in. Uh, I'm at UniversityRHCP on Twitter. Sam, you're at... Stack Townsend. And I am Insta. No, I'm on Insta at UniversitySpeakingRHCP underscore pod. I've thoroughly enjoyed this redux of One Hot Minute. Um, we didn't know whether we should do it. I think I am going to leave up the original episodes and just put a disclaimer on them. I wouldn't even do that. Just leave them up. I, no, I will put a disclaimer what, on What, a disclaimer to say that we were shit? <laughs> yeah. I'll say, warning or disclaimer, mm. if you are going to listen to these, understand that they are terrible and start with episode I, three. I just say, you know, we were beginners. I can remember, and this, this goes far beyond the first two or three episodes but during the first one and two although we recorded them at the same time didn't we which is why we were so we did one hot minute in an hour and a half and I thought it was too long yeah so I divided up into two 45 minute chunks but I can remember being physically nervous about doing about doing it how long for he says the whole, the whole thing no oh, you're yeah. still physically nervous no eh? not now no but going into those first few weeks of hmm. doing it I was nervous Fair enough. I wasn't. I just enjoyed talking to you. Should we read? Should we read what Deep sent us? Oh yeah, let's read what Deep. That sent is because um, Nate from Deep Purple Podcast sent us a lovely email, which um, really talks to that line of transcending. Well, it talks to like, the reason no, we I do this, the reason that we're, we, we've been able to evolve. Hmm. I don't uh, evolve. I well, the re- and the reason we revolve. Hmm. I revolve. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> don't evolve. <laughs> our love of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and our love for one another has led to us being able to do this show for, yeah. for as long as we have, and and find people in around the world who enjoy it. Yeah. So we will say, Nate from Deep Purple Podcast, thank you very much for this. Um, we truly took. I, I've. We truly both felt humbled and touched. Well, I got goosebumps. Yeah. I know I've said it before, but you and Sam truly are a delight to listen to, and I've had a blast laughing along with you as the two of you discuss numerous albums, live shows, and other topics. The chemistry between the two of you is incredible. I hope my boys grow up up to be as close friends as you remain with your brother. Goosebumps again. Yeah, that is lovely. That's just, you know, that's from someone that prior to doing this show didn't even know we were alive. We didn't know he was alive. Hmm. Now we all know that we're all alive. Yeah. <laughs> all these group of people know that they exist. Yeah, and oh. that, I think that's important. Yeah, true. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, and good night. <laughs>